Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Manga Podcast. I'm your host, Manga Alerts. I'm joined once again by Winter and Vampy. How you guys doing? I'm good. Good. I thought Vampy was, uh, you've been focused on uh, Fire Emblem a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been focused on Fire Emblem Engage. <laughs> you, yeah, she posted the uh, opening to it. I just got the game. I haven't started it yet. Uh, I have like a long backlog. And uh, also a bunch of books I have to read, too. So, like, so basically she posted the opening. I listened to it. And I, I did not, I really didn't believe you, Vampy, when you said they actually say emblem engaged. But now I do. Emblem engaged. In the opening. You don't like, yeah. You don't like the heroes from the pages. <laughs> like, the stories. <laughs> Why? Why is that a thing? I think you're just mad. It's it's like number one in the charts. It's beating out like popular artists like Drake and J Cole and Rihanna and I Spice and all those other artists, bro. I mean, if it's a fire track, bro, I don't know what what what, what you're uh, hating on, bro. That's corny. The party with Spice. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah. So we got a lot of manga news today from various uh, demographics. Uh, lots of interesting and exciting announcements and interesting don't we news. Do you have a, like manga news from various demographics? I don't know, do we? I think so. No. What's kidding? Oh, we don't. Yeah, that's oh, right. Just... Yeah, that's right. We only cover uh, Shonen over here, guys. Sorry. Thought we were a Seinen podcast. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Such a mature for Shonen. Come on. <laughs> We only read uh, Shoujo and Jose and don't monster. exist. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, we only talk- read Berserk, Monster, Vagabond. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Berserk is a shoujo. Didn't you hear, like, there's a whole section of TikTok that talks about that in Twitter? Okay, so your first mistake was believing TikTok was a valid source of information. Wait, aren't you on TikTok? <laughs> no. I mean, I am, but I don't post on it. <laughs> are you saying everyone on TikTok is not a reliable source of information? Yeah. He lies on TikTok. That, that's true. I'll, no. I'll call him out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, we're just joking about that. We, I think we usually cover. We got all some people who say some stuff on there that aren't true. That's true. That's a good point. No, no. All right. Well, enough with the with us shooting shit. Let's actually get started with this. So I probably pissed off so many people. <laughs> I probably pissed and... people off with that berserk as a show show thing. That's a joke. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, anyway, before we get fucking canceled, which we already did like five times. So, and whatever. <clears throat> we all know we're online. Doing. Are you, though? Yes. Save this for the record, by the way. Anyways, so <laughs> to begin our news today, <clears throat> the online manga platform, Tamaki, has recently licensed the manga Mother Parasite for their streaming platform. So, here's the synopsis of Mother Parasite for those that don't know. On the surface, Ryota Miki, a middle schooler, seems to get along with her ado- with his adoptive mother. But behind the scenes, she's terrified of her son's every move. And for good reason. He's secretly keeping track of her every mistake. Meanwhile, his classmate Karu Kasai is fed up with his helicopter mom, believing that she's the reason for his bullying. One day, Ryota saves Karu, and a troublesome friendship is born. The manga was originally owned by... Koamex, who just was a recent partner of Kamiki. 
So with that synopsis, very interesting, by the way. Are you two going to subscribe to comics or comic key with their keys and read this manga? I don't know. Uh, no. Currently. I'm not no, currently subscribed or or anything to it, but um I need okay. to see how comic key like how their like uh process works. Cause I don't know if it's like if you have to pay for anything or not, but I need to check. I haven't really looked into comic key that much. Last I checked, it's like you have to you can read up to a certain amount of chapters for free, but then after that you have to pay for keys to unlock each chapter mm. for a certain amount of time. Interesting. So it's not like um so I guess it's not like where like uh I guess I guess manga up where it's like, okay, I know you hit a limit and then if you don't wanna buy anything, right, then it refreshes after like i think what 24 hours or something like that and you can continue it's, yeah yeah it's it's similar to that pretty much right but you're not but it doesn't reset like if i so i think if they have like 20 episodes or 20 chapters of this series like and then you know your limit your cutoff is like the first three yeah after like, i read those first three it's not like okay next day or in two days i can read four through six it's not like that it's i have to buy oh keys. yeah no it's not no Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably not for me. How about you, Vampy? You're reading it? Uh, maybe one day in the future, but no, currently I'm not subscribed to Comic Key. What about you, Alerts? Y'all need to read more manga outside of mainstream manga, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Do not make me throw you out a window. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Do you Comic read it? Anyways, are you, right oh, wait, no, hold up, hold up. Do you read alerts? Do you use Comic Dude, I'm, I'm gonna. I actually do use Comic Key. Really? Oh. What do you use it for? Yeah. Like, what do you, what, what do you the, read on it? Um, so, let me see. Let me pull up my Comic Key real quick, and I'll expose my reading list real quick. It's a bunch of degenerate stuff. I'm just joking. It's not a degenerate bunch of degenerate shit. I don't know what you're on about. Uh, we'll see. So I have <clears throat> a royal princess with black hair. Five battle, wait, five. What the hell? Battle in five seconds. That's what it's called. Oh, that's on. I forgot that's on there. Double the trouble, twice as nice. My relationship, D Day, and Mother's Paradise. You just add that into. No, it's actually called Mother's Paradise. I said no, but you just added that, I mean, to your list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw the art, and it looks pretty interesting. Okay, fair enough. All right. What's the next topic? All right, so uh, Captain Tsubasa, Rising Sun, uh, the manga, will start the final arc in early April. It's said that the arc will be the final saga for the overall Captain Tsubasa series. Now, um, have either of you read any Captain Tsubasa at all, ever? Have not. I just know of it. Same. I own the I own the game on Steam, but I haven't played it. Yeah, I just know like it set the I know it set the stage for like every soccer manga out there. It's it's kind of like 
like like e even though like like for real though it's kind of like you know how like dragon ball like redefined the battle shonen uh template captain tsubasa kind of did the same thing with like sport i don't know about for sports and or manga in general it could have but definitely for soccer manga like everything afterwards whistle um blue lock ayashi i think you know all have to like they were all influenced by you know captain subasa i'm actually surprised it's like the, the franchise is still going though but i mean it's I'm about to say like that's crazy that well then again i can't be too surprised because one piece is still going on so i mean it's older than one piece yeah yeah it's older than let me see because before i say this I'm curious to see. Yeah, uh, Captain Tsubasa is older than Dragon Ball, actually. Damn. Yeah, because it started in it was in Weekly Shonen Jump from 1981 to 1988, and then it like that was the original series, and then they had like various manga. They have like World Youth, which was in 94, uh, which was in Weekly Shonen Jump from 94 to 97. Then they had Road to 2002. Which was in weekly weekly young jump, uh, from two thousand two thousand four, um, and then they have golden twenty three from weekly young jump two thousand five two thousand eight, another one from two thousand nine to twenty twelve, and now they have this rising sun. Like man, dude has been on it. Well, if it's popular, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, for real. Um, I think alerts. You have the uh, next news. Well, Toko Sukinaga. Uh, sorry if I butchered the name. <clears throat> Mangaka of Outbride Beauty and the Beast will be launching a brand new manga in Hakusensha's Anato Yumi magazine. The series is titled. Of course, y'all gave me this one. Anyways, reincarnated as Cinderella's stepsister, but is dotted. On by two princes. Dotted on. Dotted on, whatever. Dotted on. The manga's <laughs> tag. Dotted on. <laughs> Great manga, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, the manga's tagline is Her life turned 180 degrees for the worst on the day of the ball, and it will start in the magazine's issue on January 25th. 2023 so as of recording it's going to be released in three days so yep. are y'all have y'all read beauty and the beast not the actual story but this yeah, interpretation of it beast. uh i have yeah. not it's on i know seven seas has uh, a license though um i actually seven seas they have outright breeding beast licensed i think i might have that let me check and it's actually funny because alerts. I was actually gonna give this to Vampy. I do not but, have it. No. Uh, <laughs> I was actually gonna give this story to Vampy, and then it was like, um, but I think she chose like the next one and stuff. And I was like, oh, I I guess she wants someone else to say the Hana to Yume one. Okay, I'm fine with that. I didn't didn't even realize that's what it was for. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, I haven't read Outbride Beauty and the Beast a... or anything. Four out of five on Bookwalker. Hmm. I get the next one, though. Right. Angel of Death, episode zero manga will end in four chapters. Yin Press has the English license to the series. 
all I really know about it is it must be based off the video game Angels of Death, and uh, it's a spinoff of the original manga. Yep. Yeah, that's it. So it's like it's a this is a spinoff of the original manga, and then that manga the is based off the game. Yeah. I did some digging on that because I was like, oh, it already has an English release. Oh, it's based on a video game. Yeah. Uh, oh, it has an anime too. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. I have not heard of any of that until this news here. Have you played any of it, Vampy or Alerts? Angel I haven't. I originally bought it for someone else because I thought they would like it. I, it might be a game that I play eventually just because it does sound interesting, something I might like, but I haven't played it yet. Gotcha. What about you, Alerts? Alerts dies. <laughs> no. <clears throat> yeah, I died from too much cringe, but no. Uh, I have not played it nor heard of it until just now. Gotcha. So just like just like me, he's just like me for real. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next yeah. one is Inio Asano will start a new manga in Big Comic Superior magazine. The new series will start in the magazine's issue that releases March tenth. So like. I know this one, uh, every, people have been looking forward to this, uh, especially since, like, you know, he's a creator of, uh, you know, Goodnight Poon Poon, Sol, uh, was it Solanin? Yes, how you say it? So, like, yeah, like, this one, uh, I've seen some comments of people saying, I'm ready to get, like, emotionally, you know, wrecked and everything. <laughs> what are, um... Yeah, bro, are you ready to get emotionally traumatized again? <laughs> I would have to start. I don't think I've read any of his stuff yet. Wow, you call yourself you call yourself a host on this podcast, bro? Damn, bro! <laughs> Y'all need to stop reading mainstream manga and actually read some real manga, bro. Wait, isn't his stuff considered mainstream though? I don't know. It's, it's like yeah. kind of like like Good Night Poon is like every, it's like everyone always says, "Oh, the first one, of the first mangas you need to read, Good Night Poon Poon." It's like Good Night Poon Poon, Berserk, Vagabond. I mean, like I mean, and that's cool because his stuff is, from what I hear, is good. But, like, you can't sit here and tell me that it's not mainstream, at least in North America. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you like seinen and you're depressed, that starter pack. You got, like, Goodnight Poon Poon in there. <laughs> Damn, bro. Why you gotta call out, call him out like that? I mean, I hey. know. I'm that, I mean, I need to read it eventually, then. I, but I haven't. I want to read Downfall. I mean, yeah. Oh, I haven't heard of Downfall from him. I think it's called Downfall. I don't think it's called Yes, it is called Downfall. Okay. Uh, it's um Eisner nominated too. Oh wow, nice. It's a dark look at what happens when living the life of your dreams becomes your downfall. Hmm. Okay. It's, uh, about like a mangaka who's like um his first series just ended, no idea how to start the next one. His marriage is breaking up. Your pure love of manga has been destroyed by the cruel reality of the industry, and nothing seems to fill the sucking void inside you. Damn. Yeah, as I said, the depre- if you like seeing <laughs> you're depressed, here you go. It's a sign You know, I right. can actually try it. It sounds interesting. Are you depressed? No. Is this your, like... No, but why not? I think, I think it's only, like, a single volume, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Let me check it out. Uh, yeah. So, Alerts, you have the next one. Okay. <clears throat> so, the Aiden Deities Only Know Peace manga. Well, actually, for this is one of the rare cases where this happens, but 
the manga will catch up to the web version in three chapters. Pretty cool. So this current manga is a remake of the original web version by Amahara. The web version stopped in May 2016, and the manga adaptation, or like the remake of it, started in August 2018 in the Young Animal magazine. Currently, Seven Seas holds the current license in English for this manga. Have you guys heard of it, read it? I know it also has an anime adaptation too. Any of y'all partake in the Aiden D and T's only no piece? Nope. Not heard of it before now. Um oh god, what of the Google image results? I see. <laughs> I I have heard of it, like by just by name. Well I mean... so it yeah. if I remember correctly, it's written by the Okay. <clears throat> It's written by the person who wrote Dragon Maid, but the illustrations are by the person who did Interspecies Reviewers. Or it could oh, be the other way around, I think. You know, that's that's not surprising. Looking at the <laughs> picture giving me... I feel like the <laughs> art is probably by the person who did Dragon Maid, but let me I check. I think it's the other way around, I think. Where <laughs> it's... So it's illustrated by... No, so it's illustrated by the person who created Dragon Maid, and it's written by... Uh, it says Amahara, but I have a feeling that yeah, the person just... who did drag <clears throat> did Dragon Maid. No, Amahara did not do Dragon Maid. Cool. And where the hell am I getting cool the Dragon Kyo... Maid? Because Cool Kyosindia, I I I know for a fact I butchered that. Cool Kyosindia. Oh, okay. Did the illustration, so that's where you're getting because Cool Kyosindia is the one is the creator of Dragon Maid. Amahara just did gotcha. the okay. yeah, just did the novel, um, or sorry, yeah, did the web comic. Gotcha. And I'm just looking. I'm just double check because I want to see if. Uh... Okay. Yes. So this is where you're getting the um, the interspecies reviewer part. This is where you're getting confused. So the original web comic is by the creator of interspecies reviewer Amahara. And then when it got a, um, when um, interspecies, and then the right? creator of okay. yeah, and then the creator of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid adapted it into the manga form. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mystery solved, folks. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah. So I've seen it. I think on like maybe like at the, you know, Seven uh, Seas store or something like that, where I checked the Seven Seas site, but I don't know anything about it. I was actually surprised it had an anime, because I was like, I didn't know it, like, it had an anime and all that. But I, I don't know how I feel about, um... So if it's going to catch up, I'm wondering if they're going to, like, start, um... Is it going to, like, go off and diverge? Or is it just going to be, like, put on hiatus as well? I don't know. It just, I think it depends on what they feel like is the best like direction for the series, I feel like, you know? Mm-hmm. So if they feel like they have a good grasp of like what works and what doesn't work, then they'll just like go their own they'll just do their own thing. But if it turns out like, no, it would be better if we just wait, then they'll probably wait. Yeah, fair. Vampy, you have the next one about uh Kimi no Yokugao. Okay. For me, Ichinohe is Kimi no Yoko Gai no Mitaita. Okay, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I mean, Kimi no Yoko 
Oonitaita will reach the climax of its Mari arc on February 13th. The series is published in Kodansha's Bisatsu Friend magazine. This series is not licensed in English. Okay, I gotta look this up because I'm like, what? Wait, wait, it's already reaching its climax? Oh, this just this arc. Okay, yeah, this just arc. This okay. arc, yeah. I was like, I feel like it's just started because I've I've seen like pictures of it around. Um let's say there's only two volumes out. Okay, yeah, this is uh looking at your profile for anybody that doesn't uh, recognize the um Japanese title but uh has kept up with it. Yeah. yeah. So the creators work in, uh, so this work is not in English, but their previous work is in English, right? Oh, let me see. Her name looks familiar. No. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no wonder it looks familiar. They did, um, your, I think it's called My Sweet Girl, and Kodansha mm -hmm. published that digitally. Uh, it has 13 volumes. Oh, it's a digital exclusive. Yeah, uh, yeah, it doesn't have physicals. Um, that originally oh, okay. started in, like, 2015. It has 13 volumes. But, yeah, it's technically in English, but it's only digital. And I think gotcha. you, you can also read it on... Well, probably not anymore. You could read it on Azuki, but since Kodansha is pausing all of their, like, Azuki and other releases, not anymore, probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. That's a good point. <laughs> Rip! Right. Whoopsies! Um, but yes... Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, alerts, it's uh, on you now. Alrighty. Sue, the series. No, Miyahara, not you. Will continue serialization in spring. The series was a mini series that will be, um, that was originally a short series, and now it's going to be turned into a full serialization, I believe, mm -hmm. in spring. So, have you guys read like the? Is it? It's the short story, right? think so it's like some short stories like five chapters before it gotcha. got turned it, it got like officially serialized from okay. from what you guys read it before or are you excited uh i haven't heard about it until here i probably should do some digging on that like what it's about and stuff see no mihara not you um sinners on arama a boy who has a crush so on a girl so the synonym yeah go ahead no go ahead go ahead you got it <laughs> I didn't realize you were also looking. No, no, you're good. No, no. You're our yeah. residential, like, you're like our detective Conan for this sort of stuff. But you actually, you know, find the stuff and, like, actually do pro have progress. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about a boy named Arima who has a crush on a girl named Yukihara, but every time he tries to make a move to get closer to her, his other friend, Mihara, just happens to be in the scene and will always mistakenly think that Arima is making a move on her instead. So that's huh. why it's like, no, Mihara, not you, because he's not making a move on her. <laughs> Sounds kind of funny, actually. I, I would read this, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. Who has the... I know it's a webcomic, or sorry, a web manga right now. But see. I'm curious to see... Uh, okay, so it's in Tonari Young Jump. So that could go... That would, I mean, probably be Viz, but hmm. it, I don't know, Viz or Yimpress, unless, like, someone wants to, if whoever finds it, whatever English publisher finds it interesting, whenever it gets an official volume out, you know, you could, like, license it, 
Um, I guess the yep. for the next one, um, Jose Mangaka Manami has officially serialized her manga. I bombed a pool so bad it yeeted me into an Atome game, so I'm gonna clear my best boy route on various Hakusensha online platforms. This also includes like Manga Park. Um, I know for some who've listened to like a lot of our, some of our previous episodes of Behind the Manga Podcast, we have spoken about Minami a couple times. Um, for those who may not know, uh, she is she is a, a black mangaka, uh, I think originally from the U.S., uh, who has been living in Japan, I believe, um, mm-hmm. and you know as a mangaka, and uh, she is active on Twitter and provides a lot of insight into the manga industry, alongside uh, like with advice and progress on her series. Um, yeah, I think we've spoken about her a couple times on here and everything, so it's kind of cool to see like. Especially someone from the U.S. Um, go, you know, go to Japan and actually get like officially serialized. Have a manga officially serialized there, right? I think it's like really cool to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are both your uh, Vampy? What's your thoughts about this? Uh, yeah, I also, I also thought it was really cool because uh, we talked about it in the past um, that she won like a contest for that was it. in yeah. Lala. Yeah. Uh, and so she got, from winning that, she was able to get serialized and get a, uh, an editor to go through the story. Um, and I think she's tweeted before this wasn't her first time trying. Um, so the fact that she was able to, after, uh, trying multiple times is really cool. I know she's under the label, um, Isekai Tensei Lala, which is kind of like a digital spinoff of the main shoujo magazine Lala. It's all of it's based around reincarnation and stuff. Mm. Um... I think I think it's really cool that she's been able to work on this, and I know she's talked about like working on chapter two right now, um, and that she's uh, had like a good experience with the the current editor that she has. Um, it, it's just been really cool to like see her tweets as and like kind of see her journey as she's working through this. <laughs> yeah, I think because uh, I think before she I think she has mentioned uh, a couple times she tried with uh, Shueisha. And I guess it wasn't, uh, you know, I guess it wasn't meant to be or what have you. Um, mm-hmm. And she, then she tried with, uh, you know, Hakusensha through the contest, like you had mentioned. But yeah, I think that's, it's really cool, like you mentioned. Um, Alerts, what are your thoughts about this as well? Uh, I think it's pretty funny that Yeeted is in the title. Yeah. Well, she said, like, I think she put, she, so she translated that. She said, that's the unofficial title. But, I mean, I like it. <laughs> okay. See, now I'm going to probably read it now. So, yeah. so she did mention, uh, and I'll put this in the descriptions when we publish this, uh, when this gets published. But uh, she posted on her Twitter um, links to, like, the various links where you can read it, uh, whether it's on Manga Park. I think Hakusensha has another site. Um, not the Lala Isekai one, like another site from that. She also mentioned the Lala Isekai uh, digital website as well, like Vampy had mentioned in here, um, and like all various ones. And for Haku, sorry, for Manga Park, it's I think it seemed like it's a little tricky to find it um, when she first posted this. So um, she put instructions on how to like find it. Uh, as of right now, it is not in English. Um, but 
yeah, like she did uh, mention like, hey, if you, I guess if you want to buy it here, you can do this here. Um, I think you can, you can buy it on Bookwalker, even though it's not, you know, it's not in English, but you can buy it on Bookwalker, I believe. So, um, I think that, uh, like to your point, alerts, uh, yeah, I think it's cool. It's everywhere. And it's cool that she put Yeeted in it as an unofficial title. Like, yeah. So I think it's, it's pretty cool for that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I hope that it gets licensed actually because that honestly it would be like the best thing right it would be oh. it would be really cool and they have the official person to ask if they like a person who the creator actually speaks english so yeah. that would be cool too <laughs> next is alerts hey so <clears throat> kenta shinohara revealed that he currently has no idea I'm sorry. He currently has no idea how long Witch Watch will be due to the sporadic nature of the series. He wishes to continue as long as possible, um, but he did say he won't do a weekly series after Witch Watch because even if he wanted to, he wouldn't be physically able to do it. I'm sorry, that's just kind of funny to me. Granted, you should always like put your health first before creating any sort of work, right? But I think it's hilarious just the way it was worded on the script that he currently has no idea how long Witch Watch will last due to the sporadic nature of the series. That's just funny. Um, have any of you two read Witch Watch or are keeping up with it or not? No. I, I know people want it in print. Like, I've seen a lot of people. It's like this. And the second to it is like, you know, PPP, PPP or whatever. As P6. The P6 yeah. as the ones that people P. want. Uh, in print, in English. PPP. <laughs> That's just your excuse to say PP, isn't it? It is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, Brandon, in the now. very first, like, literally, in the very first panel of P6, the main character literally says, and I quote, Sigh, I got a poo. Like, he literally has to take a poo in the very first, like, panel of the series. I feel like every time we talk about P6, you mention this. Yeah, right? Yes. No, he does. <laughs> I need to yeah. tell you guys, he has to take a shit. <laughs> and end the first page. I need to tell you guys. <laughs> hey, hey man, you, you gotta about, get the viewers uh, interested somehow. So, did you hear about uh, P6 being, it have this many in circulate? I have to tell you guys, he, said, he talks Take about taking shit. a shit in the first page. Hey man, it's all about memorable entrances, and he gave me a memorable entrance, bro. Name me one other manga character who starts off his series with "I gotta take a shit." You can't. Fair. You can't. Fair. That's fair. So, there you go. Yeah. All right, Vampy, you got the next one. All right. Uh, manga adaptation of Reincarnated with level 99 stats. He gets to start over from level 1 will end in its fourth volume. Final volume will release on March 7th in Japan, and the series is available to read in English on the Manga Up app. I wonder what the story is about, guys. I don't know. That sounds, uh... I don't know about that. I don't know. It sounds really confusing. Well, what about Furin? <laughs> <laughs> no, before we get to that one, 
Oh, yeah, so the reincarnated one, um, yeah, I have not tried to read this. Uh, I have a feeling this would probably be a stealth print announcement by Square Enix if they print it. Uh, what do you, what do both of you think? Uh, I don't know anything about it, so I can't assume whether or not they'll print it. Fair enough. I uh, double it, this. double it, and give it to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so on to uh, free run news. Unfortunately, free run Beyond Journeys in has gone on hiatus. Yeah, get on your soapbox. Come on, like we know you. Yeah. I said unfortunately. I'm sad about this. I don't know, bro. No, I'm sad about this. This would be like, you know, if Blue Lock went on hiatus for you. Oh, okay, alright. No, You'd just bro, be broken down. You'd be like, I, no. I can't do any more giveaways. I can't even post news. No, I bro. gotta go Man, on, needs to, on retreat. With the, with the way the manga is right now, bro needs to take a break. He needs he deserves his rest after like after that peak arc he just wrote, he just wrote bro. For real. Right, but uh, so Shokokukan has not but stated. But on a more serious tone. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, so Shokokukan has not stated when Free Run will resume. Um, currently, Viz has the English license. Uh, so for this, they have also not stated why, uh, like the reason why it's gone to hiatus. I've heard a couple reasons, like several, a couple reasons and stuff. Um, but yeah, nothing has been mentioned or confirmed even now so alerts what are your thoughts about this uh well i hope that they feel better if it turns out to be an illness related thing because um we're gonna as a sneak peek in the anime we're behind the anime news right a lot of these productions are being like postponed because of a new strain of COVID 19 so hopefully this is not one of those cases um but if it's for like like something similar to like what Tabata did with with Black Clover, where they took a hiatus to plan out like a like a final arc or like the next arc or something. Then again, take all the time you need so you can plan it out to make it the best way you can. Yeah, I've heard that was one of the reasons, uh, not for a final arc, but um, that was one of the reasons I've uh, speculations I've heard some people say is that they need to they took a break to plan the final arc or sorry not final arc sorry the upcoming arc the new arc um that's like one speculation that i've seen get thrown around i have not heard of any other i think the other one may have been like someone else someone may have said like they could be uh contributing or yeah working with the animation studio on the anime but again, you know, all of this is speculation. We don't know. No one has, nothing official has come out. Even rumors like um, leakers and stuff have not said anything. They don't know. So, uh, Vampy, what are your thoughts about this? Pretty much the same. Um, where I, I do hope the manga is in good health. Um, I haven't read Free Run yet, even though it is on my uh, TBR because I've seen so many people say it's really good. It's um, so good. It's always interesting, interesting to me when manga just goes on hiatus and they don't exactly tell you why. It is kind of worrying, but uh, I hope eventually he can come back from hiatus uh, in good health. 
Well, it's two, right? So the um, so the writer is uh, so it has two people. Oh, it's think, two people. Yeah, okay. I think the writer is a guy and the artist is a woman. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think, but yeah, it's two different people working on it: um, a writer and a illustrator. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And uh, alerts, you have the next one. Okay, so. Glee Panier, the manga, will be ending with a total of 14 volumes. Uh, the manga announced this on Twitter that uh, it's coming to an end pretty soon. And volume 13 of this series will be released in Japan in J- January 18th. So, like, we're already kind of past that right now. I know in the U.S., we are on volume, I believe, 12, I believe. Mm. So we're all kind of surprised that we're, like, 12 or 11, one of the two. I think we're on 12 in the U.S. Let me check my sources real quick. Yeah, okay, we're on 12. So in the U.S., we're on 12. So I think, let me see, when does 13 come out in the U.S.? The per Amazon, it comes out July eleventh of twenty twenty three. So that's like a let me see, dang, that's like a well. Then again, the volume twelve came out this month, so that's like a good one, two, three, four, five month, almost like a five month like gap in between volume releases. So. I'm not too surprised. Hmm. Okay. Have you guys read up or watched the Glee Panier anime or manga? No. Have Nope. I just, uh, I've seen a friend post, like, pictures of it, that they're reading it, but other than that, I have not read it myself. Just recognize that cover where it looks like a girl getting into, like, a suit or something. Oh, yeah. 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 I think, uh, for me, I think it's me it was between like starting to starting to collect that or inspector and i kind of went with inspector because the premise seemed a little more interesting but like is inspector good uh i have not started it yet bruh <laughs> i will but... he's hoarding manga your honor <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i will get to it i just need to finish my uh Cosmo read. We got to finish that. We fucking got him. You didn't get anything. <laughs> Your Honor. See, Your Honor. <laughs> that's the uh, I'll get to it when I get to it excuse. No, I, no, I, know. Out My, I plan on like reading um, or finishing or catching up to the Cosmere franchise with like, and I'm almost done with Rhythm of War. Then I'm going to start uh, The Lost Metal. And then I should be done in probably, I don't know, two months. And then, like, after that, it's full-on... Oh, actually, I have to read Vivi, the light novel. But then after that, it's, like, full-on manga and everything. Anyway, so for the next news, um, the Seven Seas revision of I Think I Turned My Childhood Friend Into a Girl, Volume 1, has been released digitally. The revised edition for print has not been announced yet. Previously, the original release had an inaccurate translation, which had the character Hiora be referred via feminine pronouns, i.e. she slash her, 
throughout the book when the character was actually referred to with masculine pronouns, he slash him, you know, uh, in the original Japanese source and in the fan translation. Now, this, it, for those who may have been around, like, yeah, I guess, on especially on Twitter and stuff, um, this was a big controversial uh, subject in the manga community, uh, where even because it turned it into, I think, initially this series is a is a BL, is a boy's love, right? And for those who may not know what boy's love is, you know, it's yaoi, right? Um, and it turned it into, and what uh, the official, the translator, the official translator on it, uh, turned it into, like, made the character trans because they, uh, I think they believed that the character was trans. So they changed the pronouns to be, you know, she, her. Um, and when people, like, in the community said, hey, this is not correct, the source material has the character as he, him, this is a BL, um, there was a whole split in the manga community, uh, mostly between the, mostly with official translators who were defending the official translator, the Seven Seas translator, uh, saying that, some saying that uh, they did their research and they did, um, yeah, they did, they did their research that, you know, basically people who are saying that the, the official uh, translator was wrong is, I think some people said that those people are, are transphobic. It was, they had one official translator. Now I won't name names, but they're pretty big in, you know, on Twitter, um, especially with the recent news uh, in the gaming field, uh, start just blocking people, whether you people were being, whether comments were being respectful and professional or not. They were just, if you disagreed with that translator, you were getting blocked. And then it came out, even, like, it escalated up to even when the mangaka uh, said, like, had to chime in. And... When the Magaka chimed in, Seven Seas like, okay, yeah, we we were wrong. Um, Magaka's like, no, this is how it is. Um, and then it was uh, so Seven Seas had mentioned that they were going to uh, revise the um, revise the manga. So yeah, it was still even after that, it was still a controversial, like a hot topic, because you could still get blocked by. Uh, people who believed and defended the translator who worked on the um, who worked on the version, the English uh, version, and yeah, it was it's still it's still like one of the hotbed topics of the um, manga community, at least on Twitter. Uh, so, what are both of your thoughts about this? The about the revised version, about the controversy, it's or you know the. Um, when it got revealed, that hotbed topic. What are both your thoughts about this? Man, you really gave us the controversial topic, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. Of course you do. Okay, revisions or like making decisions like this. I'm someone who believes that each of these changes should include the mangaka, right? So we saw this with Dragon Ball. We saw this with Ghost in the Shell. And more recently, we saw this with summertime rendering, right? Yeah. Each of the changes had the manga involved in making those decisions. 
in this case, that did not happen. It was just they thought they knew, so they didn't feel the need to ask. There wasn't like a good communication like line between the editorial team and the mangaka. I don't know what happened. So that's already a kind of like a strike one for me. Then mm-hmm. strike two, which again, like you said, was the response to the controversy. It wasn't like a sure, I'll admit there are some people who did take it too far. Right. But the fact of blocking people who had valid criticism for it, that's not okay. Yeah. I know one of the people who got I saw their post. They had mentioned uh to one of the translators, not the one who did the mistake, but um one but one of the translators, one the big translator uh, who was really, like, going up to bat and really defending the Seven Seas translator. Like, uh, the per- so the person I know spoke to that person um, or commented on their tweet and they said, hey, I think you're, I think this is incorrect, uh, provided these information, just immediately blocked. No reason, just, just blocked. And it, it was, yeah, it, like, really that translator just to me, wanted an echo chamber of, hey, I say this thing and you all think I'm right. I mean, for me, I feel like, this is just my personal opinion, but Mm -hmm. it's like, if it doesn't involve you personally, then I don't, I mean, okay, you can have an opinion about something, Mm -hmm. right? And if, of course, if it's your friend, yeah, you're going to obviously defend your friend, right? But at the same time, I feel like you kind of have to separate yourself from the work that you produce to how you interact in a social environment. And come on, it's going to be Twitter. You're going to experience a whole lot of like different opinions and a whole bunch of like different views and such. And of course, it's going to be tough to like, you know, keep your composure and everything. But something just kind of rubs me the wrong way when you block someone who's trying to give you legitimate criticism and doesn't like attack you. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they're not attacking you. They're attacking, I want to say attacking, they're talking about the work you produced. And some people, I feel they get a little bit too attached to the work that they produce, you know, which I get it, right? Like as a creator, right? We all are like a little bit attached to the work that we produce. But to go that far and that extreme doesn't sit right with me. I mean, but the thing is, they weren't even like even attached to that work. They were, it was a friend who did that work. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of like, I, I get the, I get it with like, you want to defend your friend, but then like, you know, the problem is like, okay, well, they said that they did their research and it's like, all right, um, what research did they do? Because it seems like, um, it seems like they did the incorrect research, but the, the thing about it is like, instead of having an open discussion with people who are presenting contradicting or conflicting evidence professionally and respectfully, you just went on a blocking tangent. And that's what, and then after all of this came out as uh, this is incorrect, um, Seven Seas said it was incorrect, the Mangaka said it was incorrect, then you doubled down on your stance and, and people were, you kept your echo chamber of, well, you know, everyone was mean and everyone was, you know, that kind of thing, right? It was everyone's mean, everyone's being toxic about this and they made an honest mistake. But 
it's like, you know, the translator made an honest mistake and everyone just attacked him. It's like, that's not what happened. Some did, yes. And they were wrong for that, but not everyone. You, Yeah. So it was... And I know they're getting kind of popular now with the gaming localization discovery thing, but I would just say, like, I, I kind of remember that situation with, you know, this manga and how I am very wary on how they behave and their takes on social media. Yeah. Um, Vampy, what are your thoughts about all of this? Uh, so when it was going on, I just completely stayed out of it because mm-hmm. they want to get involved. It wasn't a series that I was personally interested in, so I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to sit back. Um, and also, it was because me, personally, I don't know Japanese, and a lot of the things that I saw were, like, scan, like, people were posting scanlations, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how do we know the scanlation is right? How do I know the translator's right? I don't know. I can't read Japanese. So that's why I stayed out of it, because I'm like, unless there's someone that 100% says, like, I know Japanese, um, and you're wrong, I don't know. Yeah. But, so it wasn't until, like, the manga cut came out and said that, like, hey, this was not my intent. Uh, I was like, okay, yeah, they. I remember that, and messed up. Um, so, my opinion was kind of like after the manga said that, I was like, okay, so the story was always meant to be a BL then, because uh, that's what the manga wrote it all as. So, yeah, I don't agree with the fact that it was changed. Like, I I don't think they should have changed the characters. Um gender identity mm-hmm. and i'm not fully sure why they did i don't know if they just like read it and were mistaken like oh it could be this or what happened because i feel like usually a bl you can tell pretty easily like normally they have like their own imprints or something i know i think it was actually comic fool so maybe it didn't have like a tag or something but all i'm saying is I, there are other manga that actually, you know, have trans characters and, like, narratives about that that I would rather them license and bring over than turn, like, a story into what it's not, you know? hmm Like, we have manga, like, uh, Lash Gender and, um, uh, Shime no Tosagare, uh, Our Dreams at Dusk, um, and X Gender... And uh, the bride was a boy, or the bride—I think it was called the bride—is the bride was a boy, and a lot of other manga coming over, and yeah, I I would just prefer like an actual series that was written from the manga with the intent of a trans character be brought over and licensed rather than we're gonna take this manga, change it into something it wasn't, and then sell it. And advertise it as like wow this is something you should buy it's great representation and something like that because it, it never was that was never the intent of it right that just feels cheap to me to yeah i agree no i, <laughs> that's, I agree. that's yeah that was my like whole thing of it it's like why would you do that if if you want a manga with a trans character you should be like licensing and translating actual manga with them yeah no i, I agree from the start yeah, 100%, that was my agree. whole take i was like which was interesting because some people said that and they were tall like i think some people said that and were called like transphobe or transphobic and stuff like that online 
Um, some people, I think I saw, I think I remember seeing one, tr uh, like, quote, retweet of someone who was trans and said, I don't know, I, I don't like that. Like, for the same reason you said, right? Because don't mm -hmm. turn a story into that if it, that was not the original intent. Um, I think they kind of may have said some, something similar to what you said about, um, I'd rather a trans manga, like a, like an actual trans manga be licensed, uh, you know, for print in English. And I thought I saw like one comment of someone, one response to them saying, why do you hate yourself or something like that? And so it was really like, I don't know, it was really wild there because if you, because like for people who oppose, what I saw with people who opposed it or who said, hey, this was not the mangaka's intent, this is not this, we're either saying you're going off the fan translations and they're not all, they always inject their, the fan translators or fan scan groups always inject their own biases in there. This is what one of the official translators, one of the official translators in the gaming and anime space said. They all, Oof. you know, official, oh, sorry, fan scans always inject their biases and stuff, or they usually, they can inject their biases into their, into the works they translate. And then the other one is people saying, um, the person, the, you know, Seven Seas translator did their research, they know what they're talking about, they know what they're doing. And then the third one was like, you know, you're transphobic. Like, that's what it was. Like, if you said anything in opposition, even if it was respectful, even if you said what you just said, Vampy, people would say, oh, you're being transphobic or something like that. That's why I remember seeing, like, some tweets, some response tweets and stuff like that. It was a really hot, it was a big hotbed of, like, of a situation. And then, like you said, when the mangaka, like you and Alert said, when the mangaka came out, uh, and clarified when Seven Seas came out and clarified and said this was a mistake. Um, a lot of that opposition died down. Um, and then, but you had like the one translator still like, at this point they had their echo chamber and it was just like, well, they made an honest mistake and people were just mean to them. So it's like, that, that's, um, you're lumping too much to, you're lumping all of the, uh, like, opposing information as bullying and being too mean and anyways that's that was a thing and it was um but i know alerts you had mentioned to me you're wondering when the revisions came out so at least the digital is out oh, 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 well, i mean no no wait what no <laughs> he said was was like, <laughs> <laughs> um but i'm glad that's another thing i don't like too is when it comes to like these revisions, mm -hmm. you for the digital, it's fine. You can like it's just an update. You just get the update, bam, you're done. Mm -hmm. But for the physical print, it's a lot harder. And by the time those reprints do come out, it's already passed a lot of these like stores like return policies. So it's like, how can you exchange it? You, you know, can't. It, it, like you really can't. Yeah, that's, so that's it's tough. like what, like what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, Vampy, you have the next one. The sixty-eighth Shogakukan Manga Award winners have been announced. So the best children's manga is uh, I'm gonna say that's Ua X Con, 
which is serialized in the shoujo manga magazine Ribbon by Minori Kurosaki, the best shonen manga, uh, is actually a tie between Call of the Night, which is serialized in Weekly Shonen Sunday by Kotama, and Blue Orchestra, which is serialized on Manga 1 and Ura Sunday by Makoto Akue. Um, the best shoujo manga is Ashita Watashi wa Dareka no Kanojo by uh, Hineo Wono. The series has been serialized on Side Comics and Ura Sunday. And best general manga is Medalist by... <sighs> this, is a, this is a long one. Surumikata. Mikata. Yeah. Mikata, which comes from Kodansha Seinen Magazine, Afternoon. Um, I think the only ones we have in English, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is Call of the Night and Medalist. And Medalist is digital only still by Kodansha, despite, I think, it being nominated for, like, several it's awards. nominated for several awards and won, like, a few of them. And, yeah, it's uh, digital exclusive. Or, so digital just... only right now. Dungeon still want. I think what they need to do is they need to call it Medalist Attack on Titan. Well, now it. they're focused on Vinland Saga, so you need to call it um, the Medalist Vinland Saga. Medalist Saga. Medalist Saga. Vin, Vin, uh, Vinland Medalist, something like that, yeah. Vinland Medalist Saga. And if there it's that, go. it'll get like a uh, deluxe hardcover. Deluxe hardcover editions. It will get a colossal edition. A affordable colossal edition. <laughs> it's just a regular edition again. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Alerts. You read uh, Call of the Night. Like, do you think this is like well earned for it? I mean, uh, yes, I believe yeah. so. I feel like Call of the Night is a underrated series that's not mainstream. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about um, that. yeah. I don't know about that. Um, I, nah, I, I don't. I don't go, think so anymore. Go back to reading Renter Girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I would say uh, Call of the Night isn't. <laughs> I, I would say Call of the Night is kind of mainstream now. An anime. I mean, look, just because it's mainstream doesn't mean it's bad. No, you don't no. Have to see, here's my all... definition of mainstream. Oh, if okay. it's not on a T-shirt at Hot Topic, no, 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 no. If it's not on a T-shirt. On hot topic, no one knows what it is. Okay, and so call the means, night is that one of those. That berserk, that's not vagabond, they're not mainstream. That means sure. those are not mainstream. Like namey. No, berserk is on is at hot topic. When's the last time you walked in? When's the last time you walked into a hot topic? A long, long ass time, time ago. My, yeah, yeah, my town doesn't have one anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, go go walk yourself into one of them right now. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, I could have. Why would you I, let me drive like hot topic, an hour bro? away. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, hey. I, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, look, just because somebody's mainstream doesn't mean it's bad. It's yeah, just that, that, that that's exactly what it is. See, that's yeah, just your, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying just because something is mainstream does not mean it's bad. And I would say Call of the Night is mainstream now, and that's not a bad thing. No, no, we must gatekeep all these stories. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, is that how you get? Is okay. Yeah, I forgot. We're in the anime. We're in the anime manga community. We have to gatekeep. Yep, absolutely, one hundred percent. Got it. Um, uh, alerts. Just that one post that was like, I hate when you introduce something that you love to your friend and they start loving it a bit too much. Like that's my thing. You're not allowed to love it as much as I do. That's alerts with Call the Night or Blue Lock. One of those two. Alerts like. <laughs> You like Blue Lock more than me? We can't be friends anymore. That's my personality trait. Nope, right? <laughs> so people were nope. commenting on the post. There can only be one. 
only be one. Nope. There can only be one. There can only be one. <laughs> That's only me. But on a more serious <laughs> But on a serious note, yes, I think Call the Night is definitely one that um deserves to be on there. And I say that because it's one of the rare stories that did a complete genre shift midway through its story. Okay. Not gonna say what it shifted into, but I'm telling you right now, there's like a moment in the manga where it goes from like one genre into a, like it does a complete 180, and I think it's really cool that it did that. I think the anime covered that too. Slice of life to action. <laughs> Something like that. Well, it's it's more than just action. Okay, <laughs> there's, there's more nuances than just oh. <laughs> It's just an action. It's not that deep. Oh, it could be action and still be deep. I mean, but okay, we forgot. Alerts has to be special with his call of the night. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a. I mean, I I only watched the anime and uh, I really liked it. I liked what uh, how they handled, you know, how they animated it and everything. Um, I'm just trying not to really get into a longer running series. Uh, uh, it's only like at like volume. It's gonna 10 go on for longer. It's, it's gonna go on not, bruh. Nah. No, it, it, yes, nah. it is. Yeah, it is. But it's, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's okay. one that, it's we'll one keep. that I would say is mainstream, but also, it's good. Um, it's um. If you're unsure, I would check out the anime first, and then, um, yeah, pick up the manga and stuff like that. So, uh, Vampy, have you read any of, um, because you haven't read the Metalist, you, you have, right? You haven't read that one, or <clears throat> Blue Orchestra? Metalist is one on my, uh, TBR, Digital uh, Jail keeps me from reading it. Because gotcha. um, I keep hoping it'll be printed. I'm like, come on, want another award? We're gonna print it, right? We're gonna print it? No? Okay. <laughs> um, I see so many people saying it's so good, and I hate the thought of double dipping. Hate it. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't read any of them. Uh, okay. No, you said uh, the best shoujo winner is really good. You said it's like actually good rent a girlfriend. Yeah, and it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually like the closest series I could think about it is Rent a Girlfriend, but even then, it's like it was a focus on Chuzuru, and Chuzuru actually had good writing. Like, what's the difference between this character and Chuzuru? Well, a lot, generally, but um, <laughs> they had some. So, those who may know, like, okay, Chuzuru's kind of like what emotionally shut down or emotionally closed off and so is this character but this character actually has a valid reason for it and this character also is grounded in what they in like you know their life experiences and their decisions it's not like it's kind of funny because one of the uh i think there's like one of the arcs whatever that i just finished reading they had a character i straight up i kid you not was like kazuya and even like the descript like he described her and stuff and there was this one point and she's like nah it's it's pretty interesting and uh manga updates says that it's a 
uh, it's a romance. I have not seen that yet. Um, it's uh, it's definitely a psychological. And it's uh, so. Let me see if I can. Here's a description for it. It's a series of interconnected bitter love stories depicting the realities of female college students who earn money by renting themselves out to men as their girlfriends and the men who spend money on them. The, verse, the first volume tells the tale of Yuki, who works part-time as a rental girlfriend and one, of her loyal custom, uh, and one of her loyal customers. The second volume is about Yuki's best friend, Rina, uh, who lives the sugar baby lifestyle, but really just yearns for true love. It's really i mean i would recommend it it's actually like it's it is really well written and honestly i will say comparing it to rent a girlfriend does make give it a disservice um it's actually it's i, I would recommend it and i know this is one of them i'm gonna start like recommending to um seven c's they have been on an absolute show shoujo and jose kick for the like for months so hopefully they'll license this one it's, I mean, it's 12 volumes, but, you know, since they've been on this kick, hopefully they'll license it. You're like, I'll be first in line buying 500 copies. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Do not say mystery. Yeah. Do not say mystery comes out. <laughs> um, so, Vampy, have you read any of the ones that, like, like that one or um, Blue Orchestra or UI uh, Colin? No, no, I haven't. Okay. What about you, Alerts? No, I have not either. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, this, okay, I'll say, I'll just give you a heads up, Alerts. I may bug you for licensing this shoujo title and Vampy, but I think, you know, Vampy is <laughs> all for it now. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> uh, Alerts, you have the next one. Everyone's favorite publisher, Tokyo Pop. Yeah, Tokyo Pop news. So. Uh, Tokyo Pop has appointed Mark Viznik as their new chief operating officer. He was previously the VP of publishing within Tokyo Pop. And Tokyo Pop, in the actual official press release, Tokyo Pop has credited Viznik for doubling the company's revenue over 2022 and expanding the brand's North American presence, increasing market share, and implementing a new production process to efficiently scale content output. Which, to be honest, doubling down on the BL and the Yuri. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? If it sells, it sells. So, what Disney. are you guys' thoughts on this? Oh, yes. And Disney. Yeah, Disney manga, bro. Yeah, I agree. I, I think those have been the three, um, three big ones. BL, GL, and Disney. And it's, um, yeah, it's been working out for them. Uh, I think he's also, I, I don't know if it's, oh, probably it's his approach or maybe someone else's, but, um, their approach of creating a discord, opening, periodically opening it up, um, just to really use it to get license suggestions was a really good idea, right? Like, you know, um, you know, Seven Seas does it with the monthly, uh, surveys, which is great, Right. But, you know, we've noticed that they've been, they've been pretty slow on, like, updating those surveys, right? It's not been, like, the first week of the month. It's sometimes it's been, like, the third week of the month, right? It's on, The month is almost over. Oh, here it is. Um, and things like that. 
what I think Tokyo Pop did a if this I don't know if this is his idea or if someone else's, but I think the approach of hey, you know, let's take license suggestions even if we can't get them. Um, you know, we'll have we'll still have it open. We still want your suggestions and things. I think that's a good approach. Um, I do think that maybe they could be a little more transparent in if they cannot get a license to mention maybe why. Like, even if it's like, hey, we can't get this because, um, like, I don't know, Kodansha says no. Or what have you. Like, that, you know, that would be fine, right? It's just if we, because if we as consumers understand that, then we can adjust what we suggest to license. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so for the next one, um, manga. No, on... that's facts. Like yeah. now that you put it in like that perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. You're, yeah. Because I know we've talked about this a little bit, like off, uh, you know, off recording. I know we've talked about it, but um, I think this is. I think what they're doing is a good first step in, um, in you know, really reaching out to the community and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, so for the next one, I think I have the next one as well. Um, so Manga Up Global has licensed, I was called inept at home, but turns out I'm super adept compared to the rest of the world. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So tagline. It's hard to know your own strength when you were trained by five OP sisters. Okay. Well? <laughs> what? Okay. okay. I've not heard about this. And... <laughs> okay, I have to look up what kind of, like, series this is. I'm probably gonna, like, regret this. Um, let's say certainly not that. Okay, that's fine, whatever. Okay, the official translations of manga up. Okay, there's romance in it, and I'm a little concerned. Oh, no. He's... <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, okay, so it says, Noah was raised by an exceptionally capable... By his exceptionally capable older sisters. He leaves his home to the nearby city to become an adventurer. But every time he performs, he shocks those who witness him with wonder. Wait, am I actually strong? He really shouldn't be surprised at by his abilities when all five of his older sisters that raise him are the world's greatest in their respective fields. He has unbelievable potential. Here begins Noah's shiny new life, getting the acknowledgement he deserves. But his older sisters are chasing after him. He who was supposed to be inept is actually a super rookie. Noah's life as an adventurer begins. The tags are action, adventure, comedy, fantasy, romance, magic, and based on light novel, according to Anime Planet. I sincerely hope that it's no romance with his siblings. Dear God. Have any of you heard about this before? Nope. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just like getting tricky to find. Okay. Whatever. Um, I tried looking like for more information and I gave up. 
yeah, okay, so I also have the next one. Time to get on my soapbox. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So Okay, so Oshinoko has exceeded 4 million copies in circulation. Yimpress has the English print release of the series, with Volume 1 uh, being released on January 17th. And it can also be read digitally via Manga Plus. Uh, so I know that, of course, you, I think everyone knows I had the first volume. I pre-ordered that. I uh, had that pre-order for a long time. Uh, and um, I know Alerts, you and I had just done a giveaway, of the Aka Akasaka giveaway, which included Oshinoko Volume 1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a fun one. I like that one. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was a good idea, like, by you, because I initially just wanted to do Oshinoko Volume 1. And he came up with the idea of, how about an Aka Akasaka one? So that, which I was like, yeah, that's great. So yeah, it was. Uh, so that was a great idea on your ha- on your behalf. Uh, Vampy, have you uh, read Oshinoko, or did you buy the volume? Or I, I've only read chapter one. Okay. <laughs> Are you like Viz and got scared away by the first chapter? <laughs> no. I, just, I think I read. Oh, I might have read part of chapter two, but no, I've only read chapter one so far. Okay. <laughs> I just I haven't felt like starting any like new series right now. I'm like continuing ones that I've already started because I'm like I need to not start anything new at the moment or I'm not gonna finish what I'm already doing. I get that. <laughs> I totally understand that. Uh, Vampy, you have the next one. All right. New license on Comic Key. Disguised as a butler, the former princess invades the prince's love. Synopsis. At an academy for the young sons of nobles, women are forbidden. There, an exceptional butler by the name of Junon works tirelessly to help the selfish, girl-hating prince find a bride. For Junon has a reason he absolutely needs the prince to find a bride. A story of romance, gushing love, a secret, and a kingdom. Just makes you think of that meme that's like, so there's this misogynist. <laughs> so there's this misogynist, like, hair twirl. <laughs> I haven't heard of this one before, I don't think. Uh, but it was also announced that Fire Emblem Engage will be receiving a manga adaptation by uh, Kazuro Kyo. It'll be published in... Psycho Jump and Shonen Jump Plus. The prologue will be released on February 3rd to then begin its monthly serialization during March 3rd. And I am really looking forward to it because I really liked the Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War manga. Mm. Um, I don't... I don't know of how many in the past have gotten, like, serious manga versions made of them. I know there's been a lot of, like, four coma, like, comedic short ones. Mm. So I'm hoping this one is more of like a story focused one, and from like the little drawings they've had of it, it looks like or the like preview drawings it looks like it might be that way. I'm like, okay. And since it's on Shonen Jump Plus, it might end up in English this time because I don't think any of the previous Rainbow manga have been in English at all. Yeah, let's hope they uh, stick by. Um, well, they have to. I mean, they they post it online and like everywhere, but they would do a simultaneous like 
release of like any jump, Shonen Jump Plus titles that get you know that come out will be on Manga Plus like in starting in twenty twenty three. So I'm hoping that they do that for this. Uh, I could totally see that they they would, or if they don't, it's probably well. No, I I would assume that they would. Like, please, I need that, uh, the, a good supplement to the Fire Emblem Engage story that's quite, um, thin. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Um, yeah, I know you and Alerts <laughs> are playing it. Um, it's gonna be a while before I play it, but I know you and Alerts are playing it. That, uh, without spoiling anything, what are your thoughts about it? Brief thoughts. Um, is the most bare bones Fire Emblem story. <laughs> It's like if you took every trope from a Fire and Blue story and just shoved it together and just pushed it out there. Which, I read the, uh, the develop, like, meet the developer or whatever that mm-hmm. was posted. There was, like, a three-part interview about this game posted. Um, and this is, like, I think either the director's first time directing ever or at least his first time directing a Fire Emblem game, I think. Mm-hmm. None of the writers, uh, from Fire Emblem Three Houses wrote this game. That was, like, uh, I think you're called Koei Tecmo. Mm-hmm. from three houses um so this is kind of i think just intelligence systems and this guy and they literally said we did not focus on the story we just wanted to focus on gameplay and like their main thing was just we want to make the gameplay fun accessible add new stuff and we want everything to be as flashy and cool looking as possible mm. <laughs> so they didn't care about the story <laughs> really and you can tell um and that's also why they went with the artist that they did. They said that they just approached her and was like, uh, didn't even say what it was for because they were just like, well, when you say intelligent systems is approaching you and want you to draw characters, you're automatically going to assume it's Fire Emblem. So they told her like nothing about the project. They were just like, hey, we want you and you're going to draw 50 characters. And she was like, that sounds cool. <laughs> and then like told her nothing else. So she just kind of drew 50 characters <laughs> and is from what it sounds like. And they were like, yeah, before we were limited in the amount of colors that we could use, but now we could use all kinds of colors. <laughs> which is why the designs look the way they do. They just really wanted to go. Like, they chose her because she's flashy, and she has really cool, sleek coloring. So they, that's why the characters look the way they do, and why the game is the way it is. That um, explains a lot, actually. It explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, so that's why... It looks the way it does, and why everybody that loves the gameplay is like, gameplay is amazing, and out of 10, the story is, it's barely there. <laughs> it's there! <laughs> it sure is there. Uh, what do you think about it, Alerts? You've been playing it. <laughs> my top, top, I mean, okay, this is someone who's, this is my first fire, oh, it's good on that front. Can um, you say again, it's your first part emblem? Yeah, and um, I think it's very funny that in the very first scene, it's not a, okay. It's slight spoilers, but uh, there's like a event happens, and it's like, oh no, we need to rescue our friends, and the the one of the side characters is like, okay, divine one, we need to help our friends. I've heard many rumors about how you're such a great warrior and such. We need to go help them, and then the main character that you play as is like. I think we should run instead. And the guy's like, yeah, we should... Wait. What? <laughs> that 
was like really his funny. whole like concept of this character is just completely shattered. Like, did this bitch really just say we should run? Wow, can't yeah. believe it. <laughs> that is my favorite thing. Is everybody like holding a leer up to this amazing standard because they think your character is like God, and then it turns out he's just some guy, literally just some guy <laughs> that woke up and has no idea where he is. Is like, um. Not special, actually. Okay. If, if it's your first Fire Emblem game, then it probably isn't, like, as comedic. Like, it feels very comedic if you played previous Fire Emblem games. Especially if you played, like, Awakening, Fates, and maybe some of Three Houses. But especially it's, like, Awakening, Fates, and a lot of the others. Same story, like, cliches you see in, like, every Fire Emblem game show up. We've already seen, if you've seen the trailer, this isn't a spoiler. Spoiler, your mom dies. <laughs> every game, every f- fucking Fire Emblem game, the parent dies. Automatically. She almost died, like, the exact same way, like, in your arms, crying and stuff, as your mom does in Fates. In, like, the first five seconds of the game. And so you're just like, this This really is an, an anniversary game for Fire Emblem. It feels almost like a comedy skit sometimes. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I did find it kind of awkward that the parent died within, like, what, the first .5 seconds of meeting this person? Uh, and then the, <laughs> spoiler alert, the funeral wasn't actually a fucking funeral. It was just a cutaway. It's like, wow, I thank you all for attending yeah, that was this funeral. I'm like, did y'all seriously have a fucking funeral in, like, the middle of a battlefield? What? Like... Yeah. But don't forget the fact that her actually, like, dying scene and talking while she's dying was so long that the switch starts powering down, like, the screen goes dim because the switch is, like, idle for so long. I still can't believe, like, when you told me that, like, that whole scene, (laughs) like, lasted so long that the switch started to go dim, I was like, bruh, ain't no fucking way that's legitimate, bruh. No, no, it did. It did, (laughs) TV and my roommate goes, it's going dim because it's been idle for too long. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, bro. <laughs> uh, Alerts, yeah, you have the next one. one. Oh. I do. Okay, so the title, don't pay attention to the title, okay? Excuse me, dentist, it's touching me. The final chapter is now available to read. So, it's. I know its title is very suspect, but let me, t- let me let me, you know, set the scene real quick, okay? Takuma Kurosumi, who is a member of a Yakuza group, falls in love with dentist Tomori Shirayuki during an appointment under the belief that Tomori is a woman. But in reality, Tomori is actually a cross-dressing man of a rival Yakuza group. So it's sort of like a forbidden love while he tries to, um, in a way, um, Tomori is trying to help Takuma overcome his fear of women. Not really. I like it's it. More if he tries to. Freak... Oh no no! Did you read it? Yeah, I read like twenty or so chapters. It wasn't for uh, it wasn't for Tamori to try to help him overcome, to help Takuma overcome his uh, like his fear of women. He's trying to like, um, it's basically he's trying to like get information and stuff out of uh, Takuma. Well, it's both that it's sort of like what's one side of it and then that's the other side of it in a way because when you read on to more of it it's kind of like uh 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I stopped that? reading. It like... starts off like that. Yeah. But then it's like, oh shit, there's actually something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that I know that you've read 20 chapters of it and now it's finished, I think you should read the rest of it. I will. And it's and it's free. This is one of those rare ones where it's completely free and you can read it all on Manga Plus. Uh, Bambi, are you going to read this one? Excuse me, dentist, it's touching me? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I read, like, the first two chapters. I was like, mm. hmm. Uh, probably good. I just put it on, I just, like, stopped reading it, but I did plan on eventually going back to it. it it's, to me, it was pretty funny. I just haven't, uh, I, that was, like, around the time I stopped reading that. Um... Uh, there was that other one. It ended in like four in chapter forty three. It's uh, I forgot what it was. Like Sekimei-san or something. Uh, and then the third one was uh, "Tis Time for Torture, Princess." Those were the oh, and uh, no, I actually continued on a little bit longer. But "Tis Time for Torture, Princess." That was the last one. Like I kind of stopped all of those like around the same time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but let's. You have the other, the next one too. Kigo Maki, the mangaka of Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie, is now working on the final chapter. Uh, they revealed on Twitter a teaser image that signified the series was nearing its end soon. So, in the US, we are on, I believe... Like 11, I, be I believe 11? Yeah. I think that's where we're at. Let me confirm. Confirm before we spread misinformation. Because you know what we love doing in the Animaga community? Spreading misinformation. Right? Right. I agree. I believe we're at 9. Uh... And I think it's like release schedule is also like kind of like long too. No, actually. So you're right. So we're on volume 11. And volume tell twelve releases in April eleventh of twenty thirteen. And dang, okay, yeah. So very similar to um Glade Paneer, Shikamori eleven came out on December twentieth of twenty twenty two. And the next chat next volume comes out April fourth. So that's like a good what? One, two, three, like a good four month release. I mean it's not too too bad, but still it's kinda like Dang. Uh, have either of you two read it? Nope. I tried watching the anime and I just did not like it. So. It's, it's a terrible adaptation. Yeah, well, it's I, I, still, I am not interested at all in reading the manga. Like, I don't know why they went in that direction, but they did. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just don't know why they, like, went the... went that route. In a way, when I know Shikamori is, I mean, yeah, I guess it kind of is like that. But the way they did it is just, yeah, I guess it's one of those stories that play out better in a manga than it does in an anime, in my opinion. So, mm -hmm. but I don't know. What about you, Vampy? Um, I've read the first couple chapters, and I've seen, I think, up to episode three of the anime. What do you think um... about the series? Since I have some friends both. that you've done both. Oh, well, I mean, I have some friends that really like it. I didn't think it was bad. 
but I wasn't super attached to it either, not enough to keep, like, reading or watching it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> about all I got, um, there wasn't really anything about, like, the characters that super grabbed me or made me interested, so that's why I yeah. pretty much dropped it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, no, I completely understand. Um, at least you, like, you did both, right? You read it and you also watched it, but... I, I just watched it, and it was kind of the same with me. Like, none of them really... I, I didn't attach to any of them, and it, it was like... I don't know. I had, I had my issues with... Generally, with the relationship that those two had. Um, that mm. Shikamori and Izumi had, but... Yeah, I, I didn't really care too much about it, so... Um, but I was I am surprised about this. I didn't think that it was gonna end so soon, but you know. Rip. Um. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Vampy, you have the next one. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Comic Girls manga ends next chapter. The synopsis for Comic Girls is it centers on fifteen-year-old high school student and manga creator. Uh. Ryoruko Moeta, who uses the pen name Chaos. After ranking at the bottom of a reader survey, Ryoruko's editor recommends that she enters an all-female dormitory for manga creators. Uh, Ryoruko's roommates are shoujo manga creator uh, Koyume Koizuka, teen romance manga creator Ruki Irokawa, and shonen manga creator Tsubasa Katsuki. The girls support each other as they work to become better manga creators. Oh, I for a second I straight up thought this was gonna be like a, a blue lock of manga creators. Oh no no! <laughs> and I was like, oh damn, this is gonna be good. Uh, I mean, this also is not seems nice, but I would kind of prefer a, a blue lock slash uh, Bakuman. Haters. Alerts here is like, all right, this is peak. This beats blue lock. <laughs> Oh my god. I think it sounds pretty interesting. I never heard of it before, but uh, I do really like stuff that's about manga and things. I'm sorry, I was just thinking, like, I can see, like, Ruki, or the character Ruki Irakawa's, like, she's like, hey, I just made my manga, and then, like, it gets licensed, and then there's a whole, because, like, hers is, like, teen romance manga, and then there's a whole, like, they have to do the arc of a whole argument where it's, like, is it a shonen, a shoujo, or, like, what demographic is her work? And she's like, guys, you can just read it, and then it's, like, a whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're here trying to pit women against each other? I'm not. <laughs> I'm certainly not, but uh, do we want, do I need to bring up Romantic Killer? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, um, no, actually, this does sound interesting um especially if they do like a bakuman approach of this or you know um I, although i kind of now want a blue lock slash bakuman kind of manga but um but you know this does sound gotta be something like that out there i don't right <laughs> but uh have you heard of any like have you read any of this or know anyone who has like either mm -hmm. of you? Nope. Wow. I mean, this is. I don't know. This is kind of interesting. Like, I, my like 
Seven C's recommendation list is just like going up, like keeps going up. Oh, it's a. Uh, okay, so it's a. Oh, it's a GL. Ooh. And it's a Sano. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Nice. Um. This. Yeah. Cause this does seem pretty interesting. If they, especially if they do like a like we talk about a Bakuman approach, right? So, um, I would like to see that, or I would. Like this would be this would be pretty interesting to read. All right. <laughs> and for our last manga news. Uh, Bochi the Rock has exceeded... Bochi the Rock! Bochi has exceeded 1 million copies in circulation. Um, we don't have this here, but, uh, there is no English release of the, um, of the manga. Not digital, not in print. Um, yeah, so... It's it's cool that they have uh, one million copies of circulation. Um, I know you know the anime had. To, we all know the anime really you know boosted that. Uh, yeah, my mm -hmm. assumption is it comes to English, and my first guess is the Impress, second, Seven Seas. Those are my guesses. What about you, Alerts? I would say Seven Seas is number one, and then if not Seven Seas. Than yen press, and if not yen press, then one of the smaller pubs. I was thinking it would be yen press and then seven seas. All of us, we on it's gonna be yen press, but unless for some reason yen press is like, I don't know. Nah, they have K on, they're not gonna, unless they yeah. really want to monopolize the cute girl, <laughs> cute girls doing cute things, uh, market. Um, now yeah. here's the issue i see happening um it's and for those who may not know it's well known that the publisher the japanese publisher for bochi the rock which is habu sensha is very difficult to get license from um it's actually it's so like while we are saying that bochi could get like licensed by seven seas or yim press it's not going to be for a long time. Um, I think Kaon took, uh, supposedly, allegedly, Kaon took, like, Yimpress about almost like a decade or so. It took him a long time to get licensed. Um, it's been, I think some publishers have, now, uh, there have been some publishers who actually have tried to license Bochi the Rock. And this is in, like, a couple of years before the anime um, had come out. And they were uh, rejected or declined or rejected by um, Habu Sensha. And uh, apparently, I guess it's well known within the English um, manga industry that Habu Sensha is very difficult to get a license from. So even, so like, if the, the length of time it took for Kaon to be licensed, if that's true then I could see... I don't see Bochy the Rock being licensed for, like, at minimum, probably five years. Yeah, like... Um, Dang. Yeah, and, like, at that time, I'm trying to look up, like... Let me look up Kaon 
Um, because I'm just curious. Yes. Okay. So, I think the only license on the only license Kaon had, the only English license they had, was with Yimpress. So, uh, I'm still looking it up just to double check. Yeah. So the only license is with Yimpress. So and that took they announced that like what last year or something like that. So. Yeah, it, I could totally see Bochi Rock maybe getting licensed for a bike. I don't know, in like 2033 or something. Rip Bochi fans. I, I know. Yeah. 2033, maybe we'll have like, we'll have JoJo Lands Part 1, or whatever, Volume 1, not Part 1. JoJo Lands Volume 1, uh, Kaze Hikuru ends. Hayate the Combat Butler ends, and Bochi the Rock comes out. Bochi the Rock comes out. It's just like, people, yeah, right? Like, Detective Conan's still going. Oh my god. One Piece, <laughs> even though it was supposed to end already, is still going. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel like this is a missed opportunity and it's not the english manga publisher publisher's fault this time in my opinion it's a missed opportunity for habu sensha they could have had like bochi the rock is like i mean it kind of took at least twitter no twitter and tiktok by storm like the anime manga community for that um it's a musical you know mostly focused on rock music it had all of the inklings of like performing well especially since manga is um you know manga is getting pretty popular in or is pretty popular in north america this i feel like bochi is kind of a good entry not entry manga but like it's a good uh accessible manga right like you can hand someone i, I feel like you could hand someone like a volume of bochi the rock and they'll be like okay cool um versus I'm sorry to I'm sorry Yabuki if you listen to this, but versus handing them a copy volume one of Ayakashi Triangle, you're gonna get some looks, right? But um Bochi the Rock, um I, I feel like it would um you know, it would have done well here and it would have been more accessible. So I, I don't know. I feel like that was a missed opportunity on Habusensha's side. And Kaon as Kaon was very popular in like what two thousand, was it like two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, or something like that, and you know to like twenty eleven, twenty twelve, if even yeah. that. Um, well, it was it was way back. Yeah. Say 2007, 2008 is probably closer to. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and I I feel like that. Um, and I feel like now it's, uh, oh wait, so the anime started in 2009, so probably it was popular in North America about 2009, 2010. Um, I, I feel like now, I mean, yeah, there are some K-On fans, but not really, you know, like, it's not as popular as it was. So, it's cool that Yimpress is doing that, but I feel like, you know, it's past its time now, right? And that's the unfortunately from how Habusensha seems to uh, act with licenses. 
we may see the same thing with Butch the Rock. Uh, but yeah, um, with that, that is our, uh, that's the end of our manga news. And um, yeah, it's great. Woo! <clears throat> we actually made it under two hours this time. <laughs> yes, we did it. We did it. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, so, in this last part, hopefully y'all love it, we plug the accounts, um, starting with the Behind the Manga uh, Twitter account, you can you know, follow us at, at Behind the Manga, it's you know, on Twitter, you know, generally there we provide some updates to like, when we're going to be recording, when we're publishing, or, uh, and everything like that. Uh, Vampy, you want to plug the accounts uh my account is manga muse on twitter and i also run shoujo say world if you want any news updates or anything about uh shoujo and jose manga all right uh alerts you want to plug the accounts or plug do not uh call the night one of the two i will plug my account sorry um so again you can find me at manga alerts on twitter instagram tiktok I think I'm on every platform now. Not too sure. Um, and, yeah. All right. Uh, with me, I just have the one uh, Winter Venom 91 uh, on Twitter. So, yeah. Uh, come check it out. And hope you enjoy the content. All right. And we will see you for the anime industry news. We have a decent amount of that one. All right. So, see you next uh, time. Yeah. See ya. Yeah.